Yes, indeedy dandy. Yes, indeedy dandy. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Hop, a craft beer podcast. It's your best beer podcast to date. We drink beer. We make it fun, inclusive, entertainment. Uh, we got it all going on. As always, I'm your host, Gabriel Priya. As with, with me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Stephen Hume. Stephen, how we doing? I am doing great, and we do make beer entertainment here on the hop. You thought yeah, I was going to let us? I'm not Is that what I said? Just leading us in right off. I the got bat. excited. I got excited. <laughs> what do you want me to do? We got a new brewery. We have three beers today, so I'm pumped. I'm just. I'm ready to go. I don't blame you for being excited. Three beers in one episode. That's cra- and we're drinking. We're all. We're both drinking all three beers. So we have finally uh, My a God. lot to do today. Yeah, this is. Um, this is going to be a good one. This is one of those episodes we do where it's a kind of smaller brewery that maybe you haven't heard of. So, you know, this is is one that might be spreading the word about something you weren't aware is out there. And for you South Carolinians, oh boy. <laughs> it's right in your backyard. So, welcome in. Uh, thank you for joining us. Grab a seat, crack a beer open and let's get into it, shall we? Uh, Revelry Brewing Company. Revolution Brewing. Good old Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, very excited to get into this uh, brewery. As Stephen said, you know, you might not know about them. And uh, we were, I, I was fortunate enough to get some beers. And uh, now we got three all different kinds. They're going to be so completely different. So we got a, we got a smorgasbord, if you will. And we're excited to get going. A smorgasbord here on the hop. Uh, so let's. Just dive in here on The Hop, where we make beer entertainment. Follow ah. us on the social media. If you want more of our, our beer entertainment, we're on uh, the socials at The HO Podcast. Send us an email, thehopod at gmail.com. Rate and review in the show uh, if you have not done so already. We really appreciate getting those. We read them, and we thank you for them. So if you're a listener, please review the show. And hey, tell your friends, tell your family, get the word out there. We're also available on YouTube as a video podcast. So if that's your thing, check us out. Just search for the Hop of Craft Beer Podcast. Once you've found us, you can subscribe and click that bell so that you get notified whenever an episode drops or if we post a fun video, which we do from time to time. So check us out on the YouTubes. Let us know what breweries to hit up next. Let us know what breweries to repeat. Let us know how many wings you ate at your Super Bowl party. Because for me... I've been trying as hard as I can to diet, cut back, and eat well. Not on Super Bowl Sunday. No siree, Bob. I ate my weight in wings, and I feel great about it. So do share. Yeah, I felt really weird the next day after that Super Bowl. Uh, uh, yeah, and we have to talk about it. I know we do. So let me just say this. You know, during the fantasy football season, we kind of turn into a little bit of a fantasy podcast in a way. Unofficial. Gonna, unofficial. We normally talk about the Super Bowl. So here it is. Ugh, congrats, Chiefs. Whatever. You guys won again. You guys are good. Who cares? Travis Kelsey saved my fantasy season, so I guess I'm happy for him. Um, but yeah, they friggin' won. Let's not he I don't want to hear about it. What a game though. Yes. With just a little bit of a the ending was a little bit of a a, a deflated mm, balloon, but yeah. uh what a game. And Riri pregnant should we <laughs> confirmed should we talk some beer news absolutely beer news okay uh first up not beer but cider con 2023 happened earlier this month and there were some interesting developments there mostly that the Bev Alk space is seeing a decline in seltzer. Never a bad thing. Um, <gasps> no. So experts are predicting a prime year for cider in in this crowded space that we occupy. So we'll see. Uh, we are, are saying- more than due for another cider episode. We've done one and we're what well, we know. We know. Yeah, we did do one. If you're interested, go back and listen. It was early, early days, round six. But we have done it once. But we know we need more of that uh we'll, we'll we'll get there we'll get there beer sales saw a decrease in january which is not a surprise due to dry january but along those lines athletic brewing was featured in a recent forbes profile and is apparently valued at nearly 500 million dollars which is a sign that the company is doing well so you know that hey 
That not Amen. Out space. I mean, they, yeah, they, they've really been crushing it. They've really been doing well and they've got a lot of, you know, people backing them, which is excellent, but you know, there's a, there's a space for them as well. So good on you athletic. We have to talk about the top beer story of the moment of the week. And that is that there are two craft breweries merging in the great sunny state of California. Drake's Brewing is a brewery out of San Leandro, California. They have officially announced what had been rumored for a while. They are acquiring Bear Republic. If you are familiar with the Racer 5 IPA, pretty iconic brand, pretty popular. You see it a lot, definitely in California, but even uh, around the country. Gabe, I'm sure you've seen it at beer stores. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so the Racer 5 is Bear Republic's beer. They are being acquired by Drake's. The official name of the company is Artisan Brewers LLC. That's the official name of the the company as it is on the title, right? But they're taking over Bear Republic. The brand is going to still exist, so the deal basically means that Drake's Brewing is acquiring all of the recipes from Bear Republic, their formulas, their intellectual property, and Drake's will produce the full Bear Republic lineup of beers, including Racer 5 and and other brands. Still in the pipeline, um, basically their goal is to bring Bear Republic Brewing into new markets and communities. So Bear Republic is still going to exist. They're just being acquired by Drake's. It's kind of a new Belgium Bells Brewing situation. Bear Republic owners Rich and Tammy Norgrove are still going to be involved. They are going to lead the brand under the Artisan Brewer's name. And apparently Rich Norgrove is a longtime uh, friend of John Martin over at Drake's. So it's a a match made in heaven. But uh, apparently they've already begun talking about future satellite locations in Sonoma County, which is where they make the wine. Hell yeah. So... Uh, it's big news. It was. It's really the first major merger, at least in the craft space, of the year, and it was announced last week. So there you go. More details to come, and hopefully this won't turn into a never-ending legal battle like it did for Maui Brewing. But we'll see. Chapter 249 of Maui <laughs> Brewing. All right. Uh, we've got some sad music to play. Oh, here the- it comes. We if don't I can enjoy it. playing it, but also we kind of do because it's kind of funny. S- there she is. Springdale <laughs> Beer Company. Uh, they are kind of the offshoot or like the spinoff of Jack's Abbey Craft Lagers. Uh, as you know, Jack's Abbey, they're known for making lagers, whereas Springdale Beer Company was known for making other types. Uh, they unfortunately have been put on an indefinite hiatus. Statement from the brewery says, quote, After a little more than six years of exploring the boundaries of flavor-forward fermentation, it's time for Springdale to say farewell. When we opened the barrel room in 2016, we were so gloriously naive about the waters ahead. Harsh. We wanted to make impactful, interesting beer that we could invite people to geek out over. We did that over and over in our barrel room and beyond. Amen. I would say they did. Uh, it's too bad, you know, we hate to see a brewery close uh, in such way, such dramatic fashion as, we, as we've certainly made it. Um, <laughs> the space operated successfully for a while, uh, you know, good old Rona had to screw up another thing. Uh, they go on to say, though we tried to find another home, our efforts fell short and we made the tough decision to put ourselves on hiatus indefinitely while we hope to someday find a place for all of the ideas and puns that don't fit at jack's abbey for now we're content to keep ourselves busy fussing over lager beer jack's abbey beer as far as we know still good still got your lagers uh people in massachusetts uh have nothing to worry about you'll be able to get it no problem at all spinning right off of that should i fade this out i'm just writing it out to see how long it lasts it got i mean it got it swells it gets louder and (laughs) i mean i'm not gonna say no okay Um, (laughs) i will just throw out there though that that jack's abbey it was a it's an interesting thing because they're saying they're putting it on quote-unquote hiatus but then they keep saying like say farewell and like using very final language so yeah they're just trying not to say the words, we're shutting down. Yes. I get it. But that is the vibe. And last but not least, Lost Nation Brewing out of Vermont and Canton Brewing out of Ohio have both been listed for sale. So they're not closing, 
they're just hopefully getting bought out. Hopefully the person, people who buy them will keep the beer going. If not, elevate them to a new level. But for Springdale, for Lost Nation, for Canton, we salute you. Thank you for your service and uh, best of luck. I listen for set- Gabe, you want to you buy a brewery? I mean, why haven't we done it yet? Let's throw our hats in the ring. I got like 400 bucks in the bank ready to go. <laughs> uh, finally, some exciting news for us, I guess. Uh, <laughs> some exciting news out of Connecticut. Stony Creek Brewery has been approved by its hometown. They're based in Brantford, Connecticut. They're constructing a new tank farm which if they complete this project that they've been approved to do, it will expand the company's brewing capacity from their current capacity of 48,000 barrels annually to 100,000 barrels. So that's really cool. Stony Creek, we have not featured them on the show in any capacity that aired, but we did. We, I was we just going to say, there. We, didn't, we didn't feature them on the show, but that wasn't our fault. <laughs> it didn't make the show but we tried but they ha- it's a great brewery that we love it's the second largest brewery in Connecticut followed uh following the 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 big behemoth of two roads so well, actually athletic might be crawling up on that now i'm not sure but oh shit it's it's definitely the second largest alcoholic brewery in Connecticut there we go. yeah but yeah stony creek is great and this is exciting news for them and we're very excited to see what comes from it in the future you know a brewery that started as Basically a contract operation operating out of other breweries like Two Roads. And now they've got this beautiful space in Brantford on the shoreline. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. And you can you can pull your car up or your boat if you enter from the right angle. Yeah, it's it's really it's one we should circle back to in the in the near future. But good 100%. for you, Stony Creek. Yeah. Uh, here, we'll give you some applause. Can't wait to see what's coming next for you. Or this. Gabe. We have three beers to get to, so I say we stop dilly-dallying. Amen, brother. Amen. (laughs) I've got inspiring words because it's been a while since we've done a three-beer episode where we both have the same beer. So I've just got got kind, wise words. Love it. May the most you wish for be the least you get. May good fortune precede you, love walk with you, and good friends follow you. On Instagram. No, I'm kidding. May your home be a place where friends meet, family gathers, and love grows. May the roof above us never fall in, and may we, as friends, never fall out. Did that bring a tear to your eye? It sure did mine. It kind of did. That was the most sincere thing that's been said to me. Uh, Yeah, and you know who wrote those words? Albert Einstein. No, me. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I oh, you didn't write that. that? No, oh. my toast would be like, "Drink up, bitches," and I'm pretty sure that's been coined <laughs> I by think someone we've else. Used anyway. that at this point. I'm yeah. sure we have. Yes. Okay. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Let's get kooky. Let's get kooky up in here. Uh, we're starting with the Kookasaurus, which is a Kolsch-style ale. Let me just say up front, we're going to have a little bit of problems in the can yeah. department. God, we, we did not think about this. This can is seafoam green, and uh, <laughs> it's going to make a real problem with the green screen situation. So we'll... we'll, we'll... You can kind of see it against my shirt, <laughs> but like not really. But it, it, who cares? It's a Kolsch-style ale, and it's... It looks dope, it looks fun, and we're ready to get into it. Kolsch-style beers, not something we have on the show all that often. It is a German style. I couldn't tell you the last time we had one. Uh, yeah. it's, it's pale, it's highly attenuated, it can be hoppy or malty, depends. It generally has a pretty high uh, carbonation level, but it comes out of Germany. It's a great summertime beer, it's a great uh, summer weather beer, or... You know, an easy drinker, so that's what we're kicking things off with. 5% ABV, 
IBUs don't matter, beer advocate. It has exactly one rating. That's a four out of five. So we don't have a number, but we'll take somebody it. liked it. <laughs> and Untapped has it at 3.63. For you YouTubers, here we got it in the glass. We got straw, pale yellow. Yeah, it appears uh, sort of golden yellow. I would say on the SRM chart, it's a little bit lighter than I expected it, or I mean yellower than I expected, I should say. It's probably a three or a four. It's very golden, sunshine, and a glass poured with a good bit of very creamy looking white foam, which has some decent retention. I mean, you can still see it uh, sort of sitting on the top of my glass here. Same. Not too much lacing, but it's got a little cap on there. We love to see it. From the brewery fermented at ale temperatures and then layered for a short time before packaging gives the beer a crisp clean flavor reminiscent of a german pilsner but with a touch more fruitiness fun cocosaurus kooky we've got a fun <laughs> little okay so we've got a dinosaur he's got what appears to be a poncho on his tail flippers on his feet a pearl ne- diamond necklace or diamond necklace, a boogie board, a hat, and smiling, shiny teeth. I don't know. It sounds like he just wants to party and probably doesn't want to eat you. So where could we go wrong? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a fun little can that you'll never be able to see. It's a dinosaur wearing <laughs> flippers. What's kookier than that? Oh, I get it now because that's very <laughs> kooky. Because if you saw that in the wild, you'd go, hey, like, what's going on? Hey, that seems kooky to me. Uh, I'm just going to see how many times <laughs> I can say the word kooky. Take, take a sip every time we say kook, kooky. Ten minutes. The smell is interesting. Maybe it's been a while since we've had really any German style on the show, but I, I smelled it and I was like, oh, I like this. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's that very German thing. It's that corn. It's honey. It's very malt grain forward. It smells like a Pilsner, honestly. Uh, but with a little bit of some, you know, sweet fruitiness, maybe a little citrus behind it, some lemon. Um, it's it's a little fruitier than a Pilsner would be. And you getting that banana? Oh, yeah. The banana is there for sure. There we go. Yeah. Classic that's, German. that's the first thing I smelled when I took a sniff. It, that, that classic German style. Um, you go German you know, or Belgian. You, you Belgian, get the, that's, uh, that's the word I was thinking. Of. You yeah, get the yeah, bananas. The nanners. Yeah. Kick you in the nanners. Ooh. Yeah, it's there for sure. But I mean, I think it's got a little, you know, true to the style, it's a little fruitier than a Pilsner would be. It's not straight up malt. There is, like I said, the 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 banana, but also the the citrusy quality in there. There's a little bit of light orange or tangerine. Um it's you know, it it smells crisp as they said it would be. Hops are pretty, you know, subtle in there. If we had to guess what hops were in there, I would probably go with Gabe. Tenning! Yeah, you oh know. Oh my we're... god! I'm so <laughs> glad I got that right. <laughs> it's I was, I was like, be. wait, wait, wait! It's got to be something fun. It's probably Tenning, so yeah. I just went with it. There's only two, like two fun hops that we always make fun of. There's like that, and uh, I don't even remember what the other one is. Chinook. There's another one. Chinook. Chinook. Okay. Chinook. Uh, so lots of that, bubbles coming up to the top. Uh, oh, yeah. Just like it looks like it's very well carbonated. It looks like it's going to be, you know, like you said, perfect. I mean, yeah, it's probably a perfect summer beer. It's probably a perfect the weather is nice outside kind of beer. But I don't know. We'll see how it musters up in February. You know, like who who the hell cares? I feel like with beer, you can drink this type of this type of summer beer in the winter, but you can't really go the other way. Like you can't drink like a sticky stout in the summer. You'll just want to pass out. You know what it I mean? It would be weird, yeah. But yeah. the you know a beer like this is it's really it's brewed to be an easy drinker more than anything. It's brewed to be something that is you know crushable isn't really the word I'd use, but it is though. I mean, it's only five percent ABV. You know, the it's going to be clean in the mouth. It's going to be not overpowering in flavor, and so. Yes, we tend to lean towards those in the summer, but they work in the winter, too. It's just not going to warm you up the way, you know, a rich campfire imperial stout does. 19% with notes of chocolate, vanilla, and s'mores. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's drink her. We got plenty of beer to drink, so here we go. Let's Cheers. kick this off. Cheers. Ah, 
refreshing, delightful, crisp, easy to go down, fruit forward, banana, that bubble gum that that blows my mind every friggin' time we have to drink something. I don't get how they do it. I don't get it. Somebody at some point has to just throw a stick of bubble gum in at the last second. That's the only way my logical brain is going to make sense of it. But it is delicious. It is very uh, malt forward, I would say, but with a lot of the fresh fruitiness to balance it out. In the mouthfeel, it feels very clean, a little crisp on the back end. The back end is flavorful. I like. I love the back end. Yeah, this is, I, I agree, it's, it's very refreshing. That's the first word that comes to mind. For me, the flavor is, it follows the nose very well. It's predominantly vegetal. It's predominantly, you know, it's it's a mixture of the sort of corn and straw that is the malt, but then there's that subtle fruitiness of the hops. You know, it's definitely hoppier than you would expect. It's definitely hoppier than like a Pilsner. That's what makes it more of a Kolsch. Mouthfeel, yeah, the carbonation is high. It's zingy in the mouth. It's yep. lively in the mouth. Yep. But it's also clean, and it leaves you, you know, refreshed uh, and ready for more. It doesn't dominate what's going on. If I had a six-pack of this sitting around, like, perfect for, like, a picnic or a, you know, something to just drink easily while I'm watching the game, daytime concert, reading on the roof, I don't know, whatever you're up to. Wow, Steven's got (laughs) some plans made. I was gonna. I was also gonna say what during the game. Uh, I think it can be yeah. any game, honestly. Baseball, basketball, football. You know, uh, cricket. If that suits your fancy, we don't judge. Um, this is a great like sports. <laughs> this is a great sports drink. Uh, it's a sports athlete, beer. Athletes maybe don't drink this while you're running around, but if you want to and film yourselves, go for it. Um, but yeah, I like it. I think it's really it's really cool. It's very it's easy going. This is a great way to start. It's a year rounder. They have it all the time. Uh, and it's, you know, it's it's a classic. I don't know that it's, you know, this is one of those beers. Again, we've said it before. I don't know that it's like a groundbreaking beer in the sense of, you know, like when we had the brewery on where it's just pushing the boundaries of what beer is. It's not that. But at the same time, it's a really well-made beer. It's a well-balanced beer. It's a style you don't see very often. And that's to be commended. And that is shows you know a level of craftsmanship and artisanry that is to be commended so great way to kick things off i feel kooky inside and it's kooky (laughs) and you get to look at a kookasaurus while you drink it (laughs) a A kookasaurus (laughs) okay our if we have any listeners left we would like to talk about the brewery now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we would first we would like to apologize. Yes. <laughs> Second of all, we'd like to talk about the brewery. Charleston, South Carolina. I think this is our first this is our first South Carolina beer. Uh I'm gonna have to vet that while you talk. I'm not sure because I don't remember where Licking Hole is from. That was Virginia. Licking Hole's right? Virginia. Okay. I'll 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 figure this out uh and get back Great. to you. It might be. And if it is, that's big news. That's yeah, it's exciting uh, well, stuff. Well, if it is, welcome aboard, guys. Uh, they are a small batch brewery. They're located in downtown Charleston. They have, were officially founded in 2014. We didn't have a tremendous amount of info, to be completely honest. So we kind of just went off of their website. Uh, the current owners are Ryan, Sean, and Jay. They could be college buddies, but I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know if it's just me, but they kind of look like they could be brothers. I know you looked at their photos, Stephen. Yeah. Thoughts, maybe? I don't yeah. know. You know, this is this is the thing. Like when we do a brewery that doesn't have a whole lot of published information, maybe it's a little smaller and a little younger. You know, we kind of make we, shit up. Yeah. No, we drink beer. We have fun. I don't know what to tell you, but yeah, we don't we don't know who these people are. Their pictures are on the website. There's nothing but a first name, and yeah, they could be brothers. They could be college buddies. They could be arch enemies we don't know but i will say something i will say this this is officially our first south carolina brewery ever to be on the show (laughs) welcome to the hop south carolina 
And I just want to say that soundbite is probably going to be played a lot more because if you're on YouTube, you can see behind me, this is in their uh, tap room in their main space. They've got a big, it looks like Zeus, honestly. Zeus is blowing a horn. They've got horns as their, like, it's their thing. It's their logo. Um, you can see these taps right here. These are all horns. Uh, so if you see a small red horn, Revelry Brewing, Charleston, South Carolina. They have a dope rooftop space. If you are on YouTube, oh. uh, behind me is is the bar that you'll be at. There's this lovely couple behind me. We don't know what they're talking about. Looking at something. They're they're very invested in something. That way, this guy's on his phone. <laughs> but it's a, a dope rooftop space. Uh, we did receive a review from uh, an article in Afar magazine, and this reviewer said, Among Charleston's two dozen thriving breweries, Revelry may have the best digs. It's located in the peninsula's Nomo neighborhood and sports a spacious laid-back rooftop deck bar that's perfect for viewing sunset over the holy city skyline. The whole place is adorned with art including on its can labels by recognized local artist Chris Kemp. More to come. Fortunately, what's inside the cans is equally memorable. So it is, it is. if you look at pictures of the place, it's this like, you know, it kind of looks like a lot of breweries. It's this like factory setting. It's very industrial looking, but inside, you know, you could tell from just behind me, they have this beautiful rooftop, rooftop space and they have a tap room yeah. in there and, uh, it just seems like like the place to be in downtown Charleston. So the downstairs area is kind of like the way I was it was described to me. It's kind of like a garage. So it kind of got that industrial feel. Uh, real quick, shout out to my uh, amazing, beautiful girlfriend who went to Charleston, South Carolina and got us these beers. Uh, spoiler alert. We didn't go. I didn't go. She got me. I, she said, hey, we're going to this brewery. I'm bringing you back beer. And I was like, this is why you're the best. Uh, so she did that, and she just what she described it as like, yeah, it's kind of like a big garage door, industrial type of vibe. But uh, the rooftop bar upstairs is absolutely dope. It's not only a tourist attraction, but it is very well known and well visited by the people of Charleston. So you know they've got live music here and there. You know they've got games on. You know they they're. They're doing it right. And so if you're visiting or if you're living there, I mean, you know that Revelry can hang and you know that you'll go there having a good time and can drink good beer so far. Shout out to Brianna. Thank you, Brianna. This is the, this is the thing. We're, we're in our fourth year of the hop at this point because I really didn't question it. The beer just showed up on my doorstep and I went, OK, we're doing Revelry Brewing. And now that I think about it, I don't know how we got these beers, so that's good to know. And if we have any listeners out there that want us to feature a brewery near you, send us beer. For the if we love have any of God. fans in in Kentucky, send us beer. We'll take Who, it. Who who's got beer from Alaska? Because that would be a fun episode. Yeah, that that would be that would be dope. Trust us. When you do a podcast for for 3 years and keep it going, uh, yeah. You start to work through your your options. So yeah, th- but this beer is not distributed really out m- very far outside of South Carolina, if it is at all. So yeah, um, we're privileged privileged to have it, and that's why we don't have as much information about the brewery itself. But we can tell you uh, that it exists, and you can seek it out if you're in South Carolina or you are planning a trip there or you need something to do in Charleston, South Carolina. Carolina Revelry Brewing Company. Apparently, the city is amazing. It's one of those spots where it's like you should go at some point in your life. Uh, The brewery does have awards. We can name them quickly. U.S. Open Beer Championship 2022. uh, Silver, bronze, bronze. U.S. Beer Open Championship of 2020. Silver, bronze, bronze. They won gold at the Gab. Gab. (laughs) <laughs> Great American Beer Festival in Denver, Colorado. In the category, oh no, the category was Brett Beer IPA, and they won gold for their beer called Who's Brett, which sounds fun <laughs> and interesting. So they've got some other gold, silver, bronze, this, that, and the third. Uh, check out the awards on their main website. There is a giant list. It goes on and on and on. Good for you guys. And we have another beer to get to, but I will mention quickly that they did have an affiliated tap room nearby. It was focused on sour and wild barrel-aged beer, which for a brewery like this uh, at the level that they're at is is 
pretty cool. I mean, the brewery was founded in 2014 officially on paper, but they haven't been at this level this whole time. So it's, you know, it's impressive that they had it to begin with. The lease on that space ended in June of 2022 and ownership decided to close it. It was called The Hold. Uh, but so they don't have that space anymore. They still do stuff like that. But, so you can find, you know, if you go to their website and we'll get into what's on tap and all that, they do have a sour program. They do have a barrel aging program, uh, all those kinds of things. Put it in a barrel with Gabe and Steven, the hot to it. Exclamation point. Uh, so they, they were doing those those things in a separate space. They're not anymore, but they're still they still have that as a part of their brewery. So if that's something that's of interest to you, Revelry has you covered. Check mark. Steven, I've got a problem. What's that, Gabe? My beer glass is empty. You're out of beer. Well So I think that's a perfect segue for into to have some beer. coffee. To have some coffee. Yay! Oh, this good. This one you can see on camera. That's that's fun. All right, beer number two. We're just going right into it. This is called Brunch and Blondes. <laughs> Am I right? I'm just kidding. It is a blonde. Two of my favorite things. Ah, there it is. Okay. It is a blonde coffee stout. How many times, I think in the past three weeks, have we said like, yeah, we, we don't have a lot of these styles. Boom. Now it happens all the time. I think... For us moving forward, every time we say, yeah, we need this style, magically, it'll just happen. It'll but, disappear. Yeah, that's just how it happens. But we're very excited for this. Oh, here's the can. I think that it'll show up. Yeah, there we go. Nice, fun yellow can. Brunch and Blondes. Uh, 5% ABV. No IBUs to speak of. Beer Advocate has yet to review it. Untapped gave it a 3.7. The brewery describes it as... We took our classic cream ale recipe and gave it the Springbok Roasters treatment with some wonderful sun-dried coffee beans and a cold steep to give this beer super brunch appeal. And apparently, apparently, this beer is dead. This beer is in the archives. It is no longer available on their website. I don't know how Sucks old this is. Sucks to be all of you. But there's nothing on the can that says it's expired, so we're going to proceed. But it's um, it's interesting because we do, you know, a blonde stout is a rare thing. And we did have one on our very last episode. We did New Holland, and I drank the Dragon's Milk White, which was a white version of their Dragon's Milk Stout. And so, but this is called... The blonde coffee stout. However, the base recipe is a cream ale. So I'm interested to see how much this drinks like a cream ale, how much it drinks like a blonde ale, and how much it drinks like a coffee stout. Because those are different things. And so we'll see what we're getting into here. We have no idea. We got another smorgasbord. Yeah. And (laughs) our opinion also doesn't really matter because you can't drink this beer. So... um, Ah. Just listen and be jealous. But uh, here it the is. S- the, yeah, the SRM chart is like a five, six. It's it's darker than the first one, but not by much. Only slightly. Um, yeah, I'd probably yeah. put it out of five. I put the first one out of four, I think. So I would give it a five. It's very golden. Uh, it's clear, not very hazy at all. Uh, it poured with a, a, a somewhat creamy head, but that fizzled pretty quickly. There's kind of nothing. Yeah, I've got just like a ring. Um, So, you know, this one, it had a moment when it came out. I think it officially debuted in December of 2021 and had a bit of a life. And now here we are. And it is it is up to us to review it because the Internet didn't do much of that. So we're just going to tell you what we think. I'm going to plunge my nose in here. Here we go. I'm getting a little bit of coffee. I'm getting a lot of hops forward. Um, so that'll be interesting. It is only 5%. But uh, yeah, the coffee's coming through. I don't know that I'm smelling a whole lot, to be completely honest. I don't know if you're different over there. I am not. I am very similar. Coffee. It's like coffee, hops. Some caramel. Yeah. Yeah, I get a little bit of hops, and if you really dig into it... A little bit of malt. You know, yeah, there's a malt there. The cream ale tends to have, like, a honey quality. I guess I get a little bit of that. It is not as 
rich on the nose as the one I drank last week, which was the the New Holland Dragon's Milk. So, and that was a bona fide stout, blonde stout. So this is a little bit different than that, but the coffee definitely comes through for sure. There's some subtle notes, but it's it's definitely muted on the nose. I mean, yeah, I get a one. little bit of vanilla, a little bit of caramel. I don't get a whole lot of hops personally. I don't get a lot of like florality. Okay. I don't get a lot of citrus. I don't get all. It's it's pretty quiet on the nose, which is not to say anything negative about the beers. Just the way this style is, and honestly, it's okay. the way the cream I, ale tends to be. Yeah, I think I am getting a little bit of that cream ale smell now. Now that I've taken a couple whiffs, um, I think my nose just like kind of had to get used to it, but. Let's just dump it down the tubes and see what comes out. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, it's, it's, you know, why are we here? Well, what else to say about it? Let's just All drink right, it. Cheers. To blondes and brunch. Wow. Okay. I can say, as the resident blonde stout expert, having done this <laughs> oh, two weeks boy. ago. Oh, boy. Get, get him a sash and a tiara. <laughs> this is not... A blonde stout. This is a blonde ale with coffee in it. Uh, it does not drink like a stout at all. There's very little chocolate. There's very little roasted quality to it, which even in a blonde stout is still there. This drinks much more like a blonde ale. You got some honey. You got some vegetal straw quality to it. The malt is there. The coffee is definitely there and accentuating things and I think adds a sweetness and a, a nice little little interesting quality that, that gives it a, a, a spin. You know, I had mentioned on the last one that like, it was kind of just the style done well. There was no, you know, no twists or turns on that. This one is like they took the style and they did add some twists and turns and it's creative and it's fun and it's it's good and it's it's well balanced and I could see a need for it. I don't think it's quite as mind blowing as the one that like New Holland had or the one that Stody Creek has because it's just it's just not a stout, which is fine. I just all I take issue with is the labeling of it as a blonde coffee stout because they even say we took our cream ale yeah and we put coffee in it so it's not a stout it's it's never been a stout so why are we calling it that you know i agree this is not my favorite beer i don't dislike it but it's not my favorite beer i yeah i would completely agree with that i feel like it does kind it's 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 blonde ale through and through that for me leans toward cream ale it's not even on cream ale territory but it leans that way that florality is coming through that that honey kind of vibe is coming through a little bit a little bit of that sweetness um but yeah it's yeah i i would agree you know never been a stout never gonna be a stout but it's different it's interesting how often do you see something like this how often do you see a brewery take a cream ale and kind of mix it and mash it to make it something else. It's interesting. It's different. I'm here for it. Yeah, I don't dislike it at all. I think, you know, this is where it's just like we I mean, we make a concerted effort on this show to not be like the whole point of the show from the start was that we didn't want to be like the beer nerds. So I hate to be the guy like calling people out on like, well, you said it's a stout. It's not a stout. But that's your thing, it, though. You love doing that. It's just like if you're going to I just think we have to be careful about words when you're marketing to, you know, beer, a, a, anybody with a beer background or, right. or whatever, because there are other beers that will compete in that category and that will that will have you beat simply because they're more what they say they are. Whereas if you said this is a blonde coffee ale, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Correct. Uh, but instead, we have to, you know, I, I have to view it through the lens of what they called it, which is a which is a blonde coffee stout. That said, I like drinking it. I think it's really good. We don't know what's been lost since it was put in the can, because as I mentioned, this is not on their website anymore. So it, also, and full, full disclosure, I should say this. Uh, we got these beers not too long ago, so it's not like it's been sitting yeah. around for eight months. Like, we, we got these pretty recently, so they're from the brewery. You can get it at the brewery. You just can't get it online. Um, but it's... Yeah, we, 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 we make an effort. We, we definitely would not have a beer on the show that we knew was, like, way out of date. So yeah. I, I don't mean to say that either. I just want to say it, you know, I put it out there. 
to be clear, because if if I'm going to critique the beer, I should at least mention that like it's probably not brewed, you know, a month ago. Right. But I I actually think it's really good. It's just it, the the notes that you get in the mouth are more honey, more blonde. You get some some vanilla. It's heavy on the on the malt, not so heavy on the hop. The coffee is there, but I, the more I drink it, the more I think the coffee is like a kiss. It's very subtle. It's not yes. a predominant thing, and so. I have no choice but to compare it to a drink that, unfortunately, I literally drank last episode. So yeah. it's very recent in the in the New Holland, and it's it's doesn't deliver coffee stout the same way that one does. But it's, it's good, yeah. And and you know it's carbonated really really well. The the mm-hmm. mouth feels. Yeah, I think my favorite part of this beer. It's just it's very very solid, and you know Pretty what they creamy. say. You know, blondes have more fun anyway, so give it up for them. Screw it. Yeah, it's it's very good. It's just it, it's a it's a marketing thing. But outside of that, the beer is is balanced. The coffee is there. It's a subtle thing, but it it adds something. And you know, I think uh, as we said with. Derek, when we drank some of the beers from the brewery, you know, points for trying too. I mean, <laughs> there were some of those beers in that box yeah, that weren't so, our faves. And yeah, and uh, you know, we we have to be better about like really pointing that out. Like, not every beer we have is a knockout, although we're pretty positive on this show. But you know, not everything we try is like whoa. Sometimes it's like yeah, yeah, not for me. You know, we have to be honest. But but I think this beer is good. If you saw it on tap at the brewery and you were someone who is into like yeah. Blondales and stuff like that, definitely give it a go because it's it's it, there's nothing wrong with it. There's no knocks on it other than the way it's marketed. If you're into blondes, you'll drink. Th- no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Stephen, when's the last time you had brunch? Oh, it's been a very long time since I had brunch. It's a very L.A. thing to do. You see that on. Like, oh, yeah. It's a very, but I don't, I don't eat, I don't, I don't wake up early enough. That's really the key to that yeah, whole thing. Yeah, I feel like for a high quality brunch, it's like you got to get up. I made the mistake, we, uh, me and some friends made the mistake of trying to do brunch New Year's Day. We were all hung over as shit at sitting at that table just looking at each other like, all right, no. are you, are you, can I have your bacon? <laughs> like, I just, don't struggling i don't wake up early enough and i also have no shame about that anymore i'm tired <laughs> of the world catering to morning people yeah. i'm sorry so you're functional at 6 30 a.m well i'm functional at 9 30 at night and yeah. why does that make you better than me exactly because you because you shut it down at 8 30 no i'm tired of this i'm taking i'm reclaiming the stand for for night this has nothing to do with beer or anything at all <laughs> i just want to stand up for night owls and say I'm no less than you because I don't want to be at the gym at 6.30 a.m. I'm sorry. If anything, it proves we're stronger because, you know, when we're watching a movie late at night, you can't hang falling asleep. Exactly. This yeah. Is, we've, we've gotten off topic, but I just, you hit a nerve. <laughs> sorry. I didn't mean to. You know we, how I do. We have one more beer to drink before we oh, get into Canada's and Crabs. I did ask you if you had brunch. <laughs> I got very defensive about that. No, I haven't. Um, But speaking of L.A., let's go to our West Coast IPA, shall we? Amen, brother. I'm going to do something that we rarely do on the hop. I'm going to pour the beer live on camera. Show us how it's done. Go on YouTube and watch me pour this beer while Gabe talks to you and I do it. But it's, uh, yeah, tell, tell the people what we're drinking. Don't screw it up. It is the Lefty Lucy. It is a West Coast IPA. For those of you on YouTube, gander at the magnificence. Magnificence. I've been drinking. The the amazement that is this beer. I shouldn't be allowed to talk, ever. It is 7% IBU 65. Beer Advocate gave it an 88. Untapped gave it a 3.75. Beautiful pour, Stephen. Well done. Thank you so uh, much. As, as you can see from his glass, the SRM chart is between like a 6 and an 8. We're kind of staying in the same range for all these beers, which is fun uh, and interesting. But uh, yeah, that's basically what it is. Pretty light yellow-ish. That's just how it goes. The note from the brewery says, it is brewed in the left coast tradition. 
This IPA is dry and bitter, front end loaded with those old school hop varieties that helped define the style, hang loose with this bitter, quenching can of sunshine. And before we even drink it, based off of the description... Again, how many how many times can we say the word kook and play that drop in this episode? Kooky! We, For we those of you still playing the game, take another sip. We are not grazing past the description of this can without dealing with the fact that they called it the left coast. Let's call it the west coast. I don't yeah, like, I kind of blew right by that. I didn't know if we'd be talking about that, but oh, let's we, get into it. We're talking about it. Who's left? It's are weird. You are you looking at the United States or are you standing in the United States? Is it stage left? No, it, it's left if you're, <laughs> if you're looking at it. That's a weird way to put that. Is it stage left? Oh, <laughs> God. All the even, even the actors listening to this went, oh, no. Well, it's called Lefty Lucy, so maybe... I, I don't, yeah, I don't like that. Left and right for coasts. It's east and west. We, it's east and, let's just... Some jabroni, I don't know who it is, made a compass for a reason. That's all I'm going to say. But uh, we've got a West Coast IPA. Steven loves a West Coast IPA, so we're going to judge it through that lens. And right off the bat, the IBUs are at 65. The ABV is at 7%. That's not exactly on point, but it's pretty oh, close. Uh, no, it's pretty <laughs> close. It's pretty close is what I'm saying. Like it's You typically see the IBUs and the ABV right around the same point. So if you have 65 IBUs, you want an ABV anywhere between 6.5 and 7 which is where we are. So uh, already off the bat, it's good. It looks like a cloudy West Coast IPA. It is somewhat cloudy, as Gabe mentioned, but it's definitely not hazy, and so I that doesn't give me any pause at all. It's, it's more clear than hazy, so that's good. It poured with, on my end, not much head at all. Same. Um, so nothing to discuss there but you know no lacing whatever it looks pretty clean in the glass but we're gonna get into it and see if this is a a hoppy biting west coaster as was promised it sure smells like that right off of the bat west coast west coast west coast oh i'm sorry left coast uh it's just it doesn't it doesn't work it doesn't roll it doesn't, off the it's hard to come out of the mouth uh <laughs> don't take that out of context <laughs> it's west coast for sure it's got that hop bite forward we haven't even tasted it yet and i can already like the hops are just very uh strong off of the nose it's it's kind of got a citrus smell which makes me think you know maybe citrus hops maybe mosaic uh you know we'll we'll see what else is in there and shows up uh, on the taste but um classic classic style we love a good west coast style i've been I've had a lot. So I've been talking this sidebar. I've had a, I've been talking to a lot of friends and other people about this podcast, people who really don't know it or haven't listened. And they're always asking me, what's your favorite style? And I have a lot of favorite styles and I have I there's I like a lot of stuff, but I, I always at least mention the West Coast style. I always go back to it just because it's just different and it's new newish and we just really love it. You have a lot of friends who haven't listened to this podcast. Yeah, you need, well, it's, you need it, new it, friends. It, okay. Throw them to the curb. <laughs> <laughs> Not, well, new friends, but also like just people I meet yeah, like yeah, randomly. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, you have a podcast. What's it yeah. about? Beer, this and that. What's your favorite style? West Coast. I like this. I'm kidding, but also... You're not. It's okay. They're bad people, and they should they should do <laughs> better. Uh, no, this is this is West Coast on the nose through and through. Definitely, all the citrus comes through. Yeah, I would guess Citra, as you said. You know, I we don't know the hop bill. It's fun to guess sometimes. Maybe Cascade, maybe Cashmere. There's different ones that I would pinpoint this, but it's very hoppy. And when we say that, I don't mean all citrus. I mean it's definitely tropical. It's got your uh, guava. It's got your grapefruit. It's got your uh, maybe a little pineapple, but definitely mango, orange. You know, it's got that level of citrus to it, but it's also resinous. And that is the key to the West Coast style to me. There is a good bit of resinous, piney quality to this that I love and that I miss. It's very earthy. Yeah. And it's, it's great. Uh, the hops dominate the nose for sure. You're not getting a lot of malt or anything else, really. It's 
It's a hop forward, straightforward West Coast IPA, and we need to drink it before we run out of time on these people. So we're going to do that now. To the left, to the left. Cheers. Everything you own in the box to the <laughs> Classic West Coast bite meets citrusy, beautiful, juicy mouthfeel. Not juicy. I shouldn't have said juicy. Mouthfeel. It's very delicious. It's very straightforward. It is a fun west coast style i there are west coast styles that we have had that i'm like wow it's more bitter than flavorful and i feel like this is flavor and then bitterness yeah it's it does what it's supposed to do it's it's bright and vibrant in the mouth it's sweet malts and also the citrus you get a lot of you get some pithy like orange rind uh but you also get a lot of i, I mean it is there's no that's the best word for it it's juicy citrus citrusness but the beer itself is not exclusively juicy it is it has a bite it is hoppy if you don't like hoppy and you're only into new england ipas or what a lot of my friends call hazies you won't like this very much. It's going to be a little bit bitter for you. I mean, but if you're an old school IPA head, you you will like this a little fruity. I mean, it kind of rides the line, to be honest. Like, it's definitely a little fruitier than yeah, like it's, it's, your Dogfish 60, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, the, the flavor is, like, really there. Like, it, like, kind of packs a punch in a way, which is interesting because... Like I said, with West Coast style, I feel like it's always, okay, it's bitter, and now it's flavorful. Now I get this, that, and the third, whereas this one's a little bit opposite. It's like, oh, look at all these flavors. Oh, and also it's bitterness complexity. Yeah, I mean, the mouthfeel, medium-bodied, uh, solid, medium carbonation. It's a little bit dry, but it's also, like you said, very rich, very flavorful. Got the bite. It's not an intense bite, but it is there. Yeah, I do think it's... it's uh, it's a West Coaster, because we're very critical of that when a beer claims to be a West Coast and it's not. This is a West Coaster, but I, I do think it's a bit of a hybrid just because it's got a lot of juicy citrus quality to it. And I wonder if that's just, you know, that's that's just a sign of the times. It's like back in the, you know, back in 2010 when they weren't making those beers as much, there wasn't this level of like hop complexity that we have now. So it's just some of the yeah. hops that we use are just so citrusy that that's just part of the game. It's not that they're yeah. trying to make a hazy or make a juicy beer. It just is, it's what comes with the hops that are available now because hop farming and you know, that stuff has gotten so creative and innovative and diverse. Right. That, uh, it's really, really good. Like you said, it's really well balanced. I I'm a big fan. So, based off of the three beers, I think I can rank your list in order. And if I do, will you give me a dollar? If I get it right. I'm going to rank your list, too. Great. And you give me a dollar. And then if I'm wrong, I'll have to... You know you know what I'm saying? That'll cancel it out if I get Love you it. right. Okay. Well, I'm going to go first. Your okay. list in order. One, Lefty. Two, Kooky. Three, Blondie. He's going to disagree just because just to prove me wrong. <laughs> I'm it's right, tough. aren't I? I it, it's tough because I think I would put the coffee one. No, you're probably right. I'll, ah, I'll give it to you. I'll give yeah. it to you only because of the description of the beer, but I'll give it to you. All right. Um, I think yours is going to be kooky, then lefty, then blondie. Because Gabe's a rebel, and he likes to... He <laughs> doesn't I like, like IPAs on top. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's not wrong either. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, okay, we are. We definitely have to move on, so uh, it's time for Bob Ross to give his rankings on the beer. Uh, is Bob in the building? Did he show up for work? Did he sign the call sheet? Here's the thing. He showed up, but he doesn't sign shit. He does not give <laughs> any Fs. It's just his style. Don't ask me. Only green M&M's in Bob's dressing room. That's just Amen. the way he is. Yeah. Can Art and Crafts. Can Art and Crafts is going to be a fun one because the first one you can't see, but I'm going to describe it. We've got just a, 
we're gonna call it green screen green. Oh, there you go. You kind of see it on Steven's screen. There we go. But we have a fun little dinosaur and he's running around and it looks like he's running to a beach or an arcade or his grandparents. I don't know where he's running to, but he's running. The Blondie. We've got just classic yellow and white. I would hope so. Blonde means yellow, right? Anyway, brunch and blondes. This looks to be, uh, I'm just noticing this. This is a little coffee pot. That's delightful. Uh, looks like there's some steam coming out, some fun logos on the side, and that horn. It's like we have like eight in the episode. <laughs> yeah, we do. I told you it was going to be happening. Look at that little horn. It's right there. Uh, another classic one. And then the Lefty Lucy. Uh, looks like a fun little uh, buggy car with the license plate that says IPA on it. That's amazing. Surfboards on top, yellow background. Uh, fun loving beach that makes sense because apparently steven can attest to this in california there's like a lot of beaches or whatever i don't really get it but it's like a thing that happens uh all of the beer cans together are very unique and fun i think i'm gonna do it i think i'm gonna put them in the club and i think bob ross is gonna help me put them in the club don't do it again oh god I don't care, man. I told you it was going to happen. Bob Ross agrees. I mean, these cans are just fun. They're so different. They're lively. They're they're entertaining. And uh, we have to give credit to Chris Kemp. He is the artist behind the artwork. It's on the can. Chris, thank you very much. You are an artist and you have made our 10 out of 10 club. Bob Ross is here. He showed up for work. Like I said, he didn't sign in. He doesn't have to. He's the type of guy that when he walks in, he says hi to the security guard. He's like, hey, Johnny. He he does a little like handshake and then he gets in the building. And that is another great edition of Can Arts and Crafts. <laughs> This brewery really gets points for can for beer naming because I mean it's it's just fun. Uh, <laughs> in terms of what's on tap, what they have in the tasting room at the moment, they have a whole lot of experimental stuff. They have an IPL. They have a Flanders Red Sour. They have a Wild Sour with plums, Mango Seltzer. They've got uh, Funk Master and the Furious Hops Belgian IPA. They have a pastry stout with cashews. There's like a whole long list of stuff. And then the whole other list of things available on the rooftop. And they have what's available in draft, in cans, and in bottles. Plenty to choose from, including a Jackson with apricot, which is a feeder, fodder, fooder, fodder, fader, blonde <laughs> ale. <laughs> Age fooder, blonde fodder, fooder, Like that. <laughs> we need a soundbite of that stat. Holy God. We just that do it all excellent. the time. Uh, yeah. The, the, the I'm, looking at, I, I'm looking at their hotel. Sorry to cut you off. I'm looking at their hotel rendezvous. It's a Bavarian wheat. That looks fun. Beer in the Key of Lime Ooh. is an American wild Ooh. ale with key lime, vanilla, and coconut. Scrum diddlyumptious. Where are you musicians at? Y'all get that <laughs> reference, right? This one's called Gaslight Porter. That's funny. I recently learned what gaslighting means, so that's that made me chuckle. You recently learned that? They literally yes. named a series. <laughs> I had always heard it. I never got it. I finally was just like, what the hell does that mean? Somebody explained it to me, and I was like, that was a huh. waste of time. Anyway. They have a Belgian blonde. They have an English summer ale. They have a black IPA. They have an Irish red ale, which we are big fans of, and an American red ale as well. Uh, plenty to choose from, plenty of styles, plenty of experimentation going on. This brewery is doing everything they can, and they have earned the reputation as one of the most popular breweries in downtown Charleston. So if you find yourself in Charleston, check them out. We Woo. are fans. And with that, Revelry Brewing, thank you. But uh, we got to go. Easter isn't far away. It's not here yet, but it's not far away. And some people, like myself, like to plan ahead. Like this gentleman who decided to steal 200,000 Cadbury cream eggs. Spoiler alert, he got caught and he's serving time. They're calling him the <laughs> extravagant thief. 
theft, the extravagant theft. I, 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 this, this happened in somewhere in England. And my first question is just who has time for this? Apparently, this was a thought-out plan. This guy knew where the Cadbury cream truck was going to be. He tried to steal 200,000 eggs, which is worth about 40,000 pounds, or for you Americans, $64,400. That's a lot of dollars. Apparently, the guy had taken a tractor unit and he like there was planning involved. This wasn't like spur of the moment. He like this is he's he's Danny Ocean and he like planned a heist of Cadbury cream eggs. This story, apropos of nothing, has put me in a really weird position because I have to decide. What did he steal exactly, Gabe? He stole Cadbury. Two hundred thousand Cadbury cream eggs, the little chocolate things with the with the with the goodness inside that you eat on easter near easter easter candy i have have long had a lot of fun needling gabe about the way he says the word egg and oh my this, god this has put me in a weird position because now i'm like i have to decide whether to bring it up on the podcast or not but i did <laughs> I say it like an Italian. Hey, I didn't choose the story. You did. You losers. At least people say it. It's just funny because, like, for the first couple years that I knew you, whenever I pointed this out, you were in denial. So the fact that you've now accepted that you say egg is progress in my mind. It's okay. You can say it however you want. We don't kink shame here on the hop. I don't. We don't kink shame here on the hop, and we shouldn't. But and if your kink is saying egg. That's fine. It's I, just it, it's, I, I I must have been born in Canada because I say le- like L E G. I say leg too. I just oh you do. A, How do you le- say my like, leg? No, I do. I guess I do leg. But egg is egg. How do know. you say like like um? Oh boy, P E G. How do you say that? That's that's peg. That's that's not <laughs> that's peg. It's not that's a not peg. No 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 no. no. <laughs> that's something completely. That's, Look. This is a that, podcast. That would be a stretch. That that I would want to be called out on for that. Y'all heard it. Just roll the tape back like two minutes. Uh, he said it before I ever brought this up, and it happened. Anyway, back to the story. But the I just want to throw is, that. Out. A man tried to steal Easter candy <laughs> in a large quantity because uh, insert yeah. reason get, here. He was bored. Did we get a motive? Like that's the real question. It's like what. I mean, do, is so he just the like cops throwing them over and they just went, bro, why? Why? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's like I'm throwing a great egg themed event and I need a lot of these and I couldn't afford them. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe he thought he could sell them on the black market because people would be like, hey, man, you got the good good. It's like, but, yeah, man. But the coppers, of course, because this happened in Britain, didn't have the same sense of humor about it that we do because this could, this dude's in jail for this. Jail. Which is like, which is like not like, I mean, people in there are going to ask him what he's in for. And there's going to be like, <laughs> I'm in here for like, I'm in here for like, like, you know, embezzlement. And this guy's like, I tried to take some eggs. <laughs> you, was, y'all, you, you ever hear of Cadbury, Cad, <laughs> Cadbury cream? Yeah. You ever hear of Cadbury, mate? Yeah. Got, those that, Cadbury got eggs. the cream. I want the cream. <laughs> Mm, that's not a good thing to say in prison. You don't want to say that. Oh, <laughs> don't take that out of context. Oh boy, we're we're off one. This is what three beers does to us, guys, and they're not even that strong. But yeah, this guy's serving time because with, he wanted the cream. Because he wanted the cream. All he wanted was the cream. He just wanted the cream. So he wanted a truck full of cream that he was uh. willing to steal for it. And he got caught with cream all over his hands. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he got caught cream-handed. All right. Oh, <laughs> boy. Wow. We're, we're going to go. Kooky. Uh, kooky. It's been a kooky episode of The Hop. Uh, <laughs> yay! Ooh, uh, Revelry Brewing Company. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for spending the last hour with us uh we hope you had fun we certainly did and 
Wow. Uh, enjoy the rest of your February. We'll be back oh, in two man. weeks. I think yes. it'll be March the next time we speak with you people. It will be March. Happy almost leprechauns. Hey. <laughs> I mean, what am I going to leave this out? They're magically delicious. It's coming. It's coming. All right. Stay creamy, people. We'll see you. Oh, God. Don't get caught with the cream.